It's week eight, baby. Let's step into the huddle. You're listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by LineStar app, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now here are your hosts, fantasy football experts, Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, and welcome to the pre-snap right here on the LineStar app. It is me. It is Scott Bogman. It's you. And we're talking all things DFS like we always do, courtesy of the Line Star app, the best DFS tool site in the history of the universe. And we're going to be breaking down week eight for you. So, uh, Boggs, this day, uh, or should I say this week, we're going to have Arizona, Washington, Houston, and Jacksonville on buys. You got the Giants in Tampa on Monday, Dallas and Philly on Sunday night, Carolina and Atlanta on Thursday. So we've taken a lot of teams out of the main slate, but... We're going to have a Tua debut. We're going to have a heavyweight bout between the Steelers and the Ravens. I don't know about you, baby, but this looks like a pretty good Sunday of football to me. I'm so proud of you for not saying two o'clock in the very beginning of our show. So uh, I appreciate that. No dad jokes to start off. Well, listen, in all fairness, I can't because it's not two o'clock anymore. It's half past Tua. Oh man, you, you make it hard sometimes, Joe, you, you make this difficult, but, but yes. Yeah. I mean, obviously I am uh super honed in and focused on uh, that Steelers Ravens game. Uh, that one is going to be a ton of fun. And then the next one will be on Thanksgiving. So uh, that's mm. going to be very enjoyable, but you're right, man. This, uh, this slate this week takes a lot of good names off the board. So it's going to be a little bit more difficult because like this first game we have up here i just want to yell my patented if you've listened to the black book show ever skip it because this <laughs> game looks disgusting all right well <clears throat> new england buffalo at least we won't waste too many people's time but there are just a few things to touch on and the first is cole beasley who is on a great run here uh he is just catching balls all over the place until they get a run game going I don't think it's going to change very much. Uh, 5,300 for him on DK, 53 on FanDuel, ironically enough. Uh, in the full-point PPR, I like it on DK a little bit more. I don't love anything in Buffalo right now. It seems like you know Josh Allen's come back to earth. Now, that could change at any given time. So there's a little bit of contrarian love here for Josh Allen, who is expensive at 7K over on DK and 8,200 on FanDuel. They're telling you a lot. And look, this Patriot team <clears throat> is a lot closer to Trevor Lawrence than they are to the playoffs right now. Uh, there's nothing here that I feel good about starting. If something works great, but you just can't put any money behind it. And I just, I just can't do it box. I think in like maybe a cheap lineup, the guys that I would play from this game are, uh, kind of, I kind of like Zach Moss getting more run, but he's just not trustable. Uh, no. Stefan Diggs is really the only guy that you can play from this game. Nothing on nothing on new England at all. And Buffalo's struggling. I mean, you're absolutely right. Josh Allen has looked like garbage the past couple of weeks. It's not even bad. It, it, it's not even just not good. It's real bad is what Josh Allen has looked like. So it makes no one from this game uh, remotely startable. I hate it. Let's move on to the next one. This is- yeah, it's got a low total. Things are going in the wrong direction. And watch, it'll be like 31-30. But, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the, the way the, the Pats offense looked the last few weeks, it's frustrating because you see like Demir Bird getting open all the time. <laughs> no one can get him the football. Edelman God, can't stay yeah. on the field. And, you know, you're right about Moss. Like th- there's there's some good theory behind that. 
but it's like on FanDuel especially, he has to score a touchdown to have value. Right. And I just yeah. don't know. I mean, you can run Josh Allen by himself and just hope for the best. You're right. Diggs has been pretty good. But this week, there's going to be some receivers to pay up for. <clears throat> and I think that's where I kind of struggle with Diggs because his salary is, what, around seven? Yeah, he's 7,100. And I think just looking at it off the top of my head, I know A.J. Brown is 75. So why the hell wouldn't I want to go up to A.J. Brown $400 more? And I think exactly. that's yeah, exactly. <clears throat> All right, let's move on to the next one here. So if we didn't want anything really to do with New England and Buffalo, I don't know about you, boss. I want everything to do with this game. Tennessee at Cincinnati. Tennessee's offense has been great. Cincinnati's defense has been terrible. Uh, the wide receivers have been really consistent for uh, Cincinnati. So let's start with them. Tyler Boyd is at 66 on DK, 64 on FanDuel. Getting a little bit of a discount there on FanDuel on Boyd, which is really nice. 6K for Higgins and 56 for Higgins on uh, DK. Joe Burrow is 62 and 76 on FanDuel. Uh, so certainly there's a lot of things you can like there. And then you got Tannehill at 68 and 75. You got Derek Henry. Ooh, Derek Henry is expensive. 95. Ooh, oh, I can't even say it. 9,500. <laughs> that is Christian McCaffrey territory. But Boggs, I don't think it's wrong. Like, I just don't. Cincinnati is so bad defensively. It is hard not to look at this as an opportunity here for Derrick Henry to literally run amok. And I'm not sure what that even means. That is a funny expression. People say it all the time. Oh, he's running amok. He's going to run amok, whatever that is. And he's going to muck up Cincinnati like that. I don't know. I'm already screwing around with lineups, trying to find some salary relief. We're going to try to help you do that. But the Titan stack with Tannehill, Derrick Henry, and A.J. Brown, who is 6,975 on FanDuel. I don't know, man. That looks pretty good to me. Well, by the way, I mean, just because you're in favor of giving out uh, alternative lessons and, and uh, learning bits here, uh, run amok, behave in a frenzied, out of control or unrestrained mm. manner. For example, I was afraid that I, if I left the toddler alone, she would run amok and have a hard time calming down. But what's or the derivative the weeds, of it? Like what, uh, you know what I mean? Like there's always the, uh, you know, like Sheldon on Big Bang Theory would always tell you where a phrase comes from. Like, I want to know where the mm. like, like, where do you run a muck? Like, I thought muck is something that, like, it's you get AMOK is uh, a muck. It's not like uh, I thought it was AMUCK. That's uh, what I plugged into Google. So, you're not running AMOK, you're running a muck. A muck. Yeah. A muck. Exactly. There you go. So, See, you learn uh, things on the program. That's exactly. why you to the pre snap. It's <laughs> not just DFS, it's a lot more than that, man. That's right. Sometimes we go to dictionary.com, but uh, this is the stack game. I mean, this is absolutely the stack game either side. I know Derrick Henry is expensive, but he's expensive because we have a lot of good running backs off the board this week or in tough matchups. So I, I think Derrick Henry is worth paying up for. He's going to be fairly chalky even at that really expensive FanDuel price. Uh, I think you uh, you can definitely find a way to get him in there this week. There's some cheap quarterbacks. Tannehill and Burrow are both cheap. Yeah, uh, for- and look, if you want to go, if you want to save a little bit of money, uh, actually, it's funny because Burrow is cheaper on DK, but Tannehill is is, is cheaper on FanDuel. So go figure that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't get that at all. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. The, these, uh, the, the, this is a stack game, and those prices on, it, you might have to find contrarian plays because those prices on Boyd and AJ Green, uh, they're gonna make them started in a lot of lineups this week because Probably. they are. Yeah, they're gonna be in the twenties or something like that, somewhere in that fifteen to twenty range, no doubt. 
Uh, here, here, I'm going to try to sell everybody on why Derrick Henry is good chalk. He, nobody has more red, uh, red zone carries this year than Derrick Henry, and nobody has more red zone touchdowns rushing than Derrick Henry. So, right. There you go. You're looking for touchdown equity. He's going to have it in this game. He just is. Now, here's a question. <clears throat> Corey Davis and Adam Humphreys are ways to get weird in this game. We all know that. A.J. Brown, by the way, the last three weeks in full point PPR is the highest scoring wide receiver. And that is despite the games that Adams and Lockett threw down last week. It's still A.J. Brown. However, Johnny Smith came back last week, didn't do much. Are we thinking that that is another way you could possibly go in this one if he is healthy? I know that's an if right now. Uh, he is just 4,100 on DK, 61 on FanDuel. So you're not getting any discount on FanDuel, but on DK, I can understand the temptation there because that guy, if he's right, certainly is well better than that price. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I can't go back to the Logan Thomas well this week because he's on a buy. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm I'm good with going with uh, John o. Smith this week for sure. Man, I wish, I wish the Cowboys were, <laughs> were on the main slate this week because I want to <laughs> see who's got the guts to go all in on the Eagles. And, and how can you not, right? Like, I'm almost tempted to do some Sunday-Monday just, <laughs> just to see, <laughs> you know, get that Bucks defense and then get the Philadelphia Eagles offense and then just go to town and see what happens with it, man. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of season-long uh, guys started from Philly this week, that's for sure. Ugh, all hands on deck. <laughs> right, they- right. Baker Mayfield is coming off probably his best game as a pro. Uh, he is going to be 7,200 on Fandle, 61 on DK against the Las Vegas Raiders, and they are at home in this one in Cleveland. Kareem Hunt, 69, 82 for Kareem Hunt over on Fandle. Very pricey there. Um, look, you've got some interesting guys here because here you go. Here's relief number one, Rashard Higgins at 42 on DK, just 55 on Fandle. Donovan Peoples-Jones, 38 on DK, 52. Like I, It's kind of funny. If you're going to give me Peoples-Jones at 52 and Higgins at 55 on FanDuel, I mean, that's a no-brainer. Of course, I'm going to take Higgins there. Um, I would have thought Peoples-Jones would have even less. I want to talk about Harrison Bryant, too, because this is another dude. 32, he's basically a free square over on DK if you want to take a shot on a tight end. And he's just 5K. And I got to tell you, this is where I'm looking for some value because I think Higgins and Bryant right here can give it to you and help you get into that Derrick Henry range and the A.J. Brown range. Yeah, and uh, Hooper didn't practice uh, Wednesday at, at the very least. We know, so uh, I'm I'm lockstep with you on Harrison Bryant. I think he's a great, like you you said. I love uh, the description of free square here. Mm-hmm. I also like the quarterbacks in this game. Uh, Mayfield at at 6100 on DK 7200 is not bad in Vegas. Hasn't been great at stopping the pass. Uh, Derek Carr has been throwing the ball deep this week, and we just saw Joe Burrow torch these same Browns. So uh, I think both the quarterbacks are playable this week too. If you had to pick one, would you rather have Mayfield or Carr? Just curious. Oh. I mean, May- here's the thing with Mayfield. Like he, he had this game last week, but it's it's against Cincinnati, right? He put up 30 points last week on FanDuel against Cincinnati. And that is almost double anything else he's done all year. I find it hard to trust him personally. Yeah, and, it's going to be Carr. It's a uh, tournament play anyway, but <clears throat> Like that that's the whole thing. It's like when you're looking at that range of quarterbacks, it's like Jared Goff, Derek Carr, Matthew Stafford. It's like that grouping of guys. I don't know, man. Like there's the trust factor with those guys is so low for me. It really is. It, so this is the have you seen the NFL memes, uh Baker Mayfield cycle chart? It's uh play like S, call out <laughs> doubters, uh play a good game against an inferior opponent, play like crap, call out doubters. 
put up a good game against an inferior opponent. You know, that's, that's the, uh, that that's the way that Baker Mayfield goes. So if you're following the chart, this is uh, the not good week. So yeah, Derek well, listen, Carr also, uh, but it also, you got Tannehill and Burrow at 75 and 76 who are just a couple hundred dollars more. And that's the other thing too. It's like, okay, what's the floor that I'm buying with Tannehill and Burrow as opposed to the, you know, if Mayfield hits the ceiling again and he has one of these games and, and look, I, I think, you know, I think it's more likely that Carr hits it. So I, I would go with Carr. What is it about Carr that you like? Sell me on He's him. He's throwing the ball deep this year, which is what he hasn't been doing in past seasons. He's had 20 plus points three weeks in a row. Just want to point that out to everybody right. listening. And uh, I mean, look, that it makes Nelson Aguilar a potential buy. I think he's going to be bought uh, in, a row for Aguilar. <laughs> in, in too many row. spots this week. I kind of like, you know, uh, the, the thing that the um, the Browns have been doing in particular that I read on PFF this week is giving up a lot of yards to the slot receiver. Henry Ruggs is going to be that slot receiver. His average depth of target is like 23 yards. I think it's just going to take one or two catches for Ruggs, too. Uh, he's not priced as sexy as some of these other guys like Higgins. So he's not going to do it with the receptions, but if you're looking for a swing, I like Henry Ruggs as a swing this week too. All right. Fair enough. Let's uh, continue on here. Let's go to the next game. Indianapolis and Detroit. Ugh, this is, this is not exciting <laughs> for me. I've got to be honest with you. Like Taylor does. We talked about it on Tuesday. Taylor doesn't get enough carries. Yeah. Like he gets just enough that it's kind of frustrating here. And look, maybe against Detroit, he'll get more out of the, maybe out of the bye. all of a sudden we'll see that, you know, change. It's a very possible, but once again, it's, it's tough to invest in it. 66 on DK 73 for Taylor on FanDuel. The Colts are 28 in rush yards in the league. Can you believe that? Yes, I can. 98 yards a game. That's it. That's all they're getting. And and it's Detroit is better than them with that mess of running backs. They are, but they also run the ball more, and Rivers has been a turnover machine most of the season. Uh, Trey Burton at 35 is another free square I want to point out on DK if you're looking for some savings. Look, I know everybody thought it was going to be Jack Doyle, and then it wasn't, and a couple weeks it was Mo Cox, and the last couple weeks it seems to be Trey Burton. So do with that as you will. I'm probably not going to do it. <laughs> I'd rather yeah. be hunting on Harrison Bryant uh, or somebody like that. So I am I am out on the Colts before we get to the the Detroit Lions. How about you? Are you in on any Colts this week? No, I want to see Jonathan Taylor have that breakout, but I'm not going to start him until I see it. So uh, that's he he's the one guy I would be interested in because uh, I mean, he's not that much more expensive than some other running backs here, but uh, I, I can't do it until they show the faith in him that they haven't showed yet. So. Yeah, Kenny Galladay's had two great weeks back to back, but no touchdowns. No uh, so touchdowns, you jerk. Kenny <clears throat> Galladay. No. Come on. Uh, no, no, no touchdowns. Uh so 66 and 76 for him uh over on the pricing scale. Uh DeAndre Swift, who we were in on last week. Price is basically the same. 63 over on FanDuel. He was 61 last week, 53 on DK. Uh Matthew Stafford. Look, Stafford is a safe play, but once again, I keep telling you, like he's in that low mid-seven range on FanDuel, in which case I go. Well, let me just go up $300 more and get Tannehill or Burrow. Like that's, that's sorry. Like I just, I can't do it. Uh, I respect Indianapolis defense. They're coming off of a buy. We'll see if that has anything to do with it. The one thing I will throw out there that I think has a little appeal too is Hawkinson's had a good little run here. Uh, he's at 6K over on FanDuel, 53 over on DK. I like it on FanDuel more because I actually think Hawkinson brings a little red zone opportunity here. I actually like Hawkinson on FanDuel a little bit more. Your thoughts on the Detroit Lions this week in week eight? 
Yeah, Galladay, you can start any week, but that's where, really where he's due for a touchdown. Him. Like he'll probably have two this week. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, because I'm not going to pick him, uh, so right. he'll probably have. Maybe two, I'll maybe know. I'll pick him. <laughs> yeah, maybe, uh, I'm, I'm going to be if you pick him and he scores, I'm going to be so mad. Uh, I'm going to be so because he put up over 100 yards last week, yeah, and well, back uh, to Alvin Kamara. I think Alvin Kamara put up 150 combined, but neither one of those jerks got in the end zone. So I was, uh, I was very upset, but yeah, uh, Kenny Galladay, you can start any week. So Kenny Galladay last two, last two weeks, four for six for one Oh five. And then six for seven for one fourteen. no touchdowns the week before touchdown the week before touchdown. <laughs> and we've, we've actually seen Xavier Rhodes torch uh, uh, or uh, excuse me, Marvin Jones torch Xavier Rhodes. Uh, in the past, and, and you know, uh, I, I think he could do something here, but he just makes me too nervous. Even as a nice cheap option at forty two hundred, fifty five hundred, he's not the worst buy if you're looking for one of those cheap wideouts. Uh, but I, I, I think like you mentioned, Hawkinson, if you want a little more, um, just red zone faith versus some of those uh, lower plays. But honestly, I would rather save the money with Harrison Bryant and invest in Hawkinson. So. Uh, yeah. Not much here on my radar. DeAndre Swift, I love, but I'm not going to start him against the Colts' uh, number one rated defense. All right. The Jets will travel to Kansas City, take on the Chiefs. Uh, I'll keep this real quick. As far as the Jets go, LaMichael Pirine is intriguing to me because I assume they're going to be behind and he's going to catch the football a little bit. Uh, Perryman's dealing with a concussion, I believe, right now or something. I just saw. Uh, <laughs> don't ask me where that came from. Uh, Crowder. Is, Probably from uh, banging his head against the wall after listening to Adam Gase speak. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, uh, Denzel Mims is 3,200. He's a free square on DK, 49 over on FanDuel. Uh, so, look, it, it's this is a tough sell. We know it's the Chiefs. We know it's the Jets. P. Ryan is interesting. But once again, on FanDuel, he has to score a touchdown. On DK at 43, is a flex RB? I think you could do worse. Like, it's a decent salary relief, and you could write a script a little bit there, and he's been better recently. That's it. I'm not going to talk also anymore about snapped. He outsnapped Gore 40 to 16. I know. I feel like so. I don't like it on FanDuel because it's too touchdown dependent. Like for him to return his FanDuel salary, he's got to get a touchdown. And I don't know how many touchdowns the Jets offense has in them to be. He scored one last week when I, I, when I called him out. So yeah, uh, I love that Michael that one, Ryan scored the touchdown. One, he only had like a dozen points. And that's yeah. the whole thing. Like you can't take a six this week from you him. You can't start a jet. Uh, you know, Crowder is not going to be a hundred percent. So you can't start him. And if you can't start Crowder, you can't start a jet. That's just period. End of story. All right. Here's uh, the but, question of the week though. Can you start oh, yeah. Le'Veon Bell? Start 4,600 on DK, 6K on FanDuel. Can you start him this week? My pick for a touchdown this week is going to be Le'Veon Bell against Adam Gase and the Jets. This is a revenge narrative. This is the the absolute. This was one of the things listed on his wants as far as signing with the team was I want to play on a team that will play against the Jets this year. So we know Lev Bell can be petty. Uh, but he is going to, they should be up in the whole second half. Anyway, he should get all those carries so he can mm-hmm. learn his offensive lineman and, and all that stuff. So, uh, you know, learn the playbook, uh, read the audibles, all, all, anything. He should be out there getting experience with this team in the second half. Cause they should be pounding the jets into the ground. And I guarantee you, he scores a touchdown this week. So I am with Lev Bell. Let's go start. Him. With everybody talking about Lev Bell, does that open up a little bit of, Odd contrarian Clyde Edwards Alaire at 75 and 65, respectively. You know, I think this is Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Why can't they both succeed? I think they both can. So 
I, I think that's fine if you want to start Edwards Alaire. I just think that Bell wants the touchdown. I think this is something that he probably oh, they're gonna find a way to get in. him in the end. They're gonna get him right. a goal line carry at some point. Right, exactly. So There's and no Clyde Edwards Alaire has not been effective at the goal line either. So he might get those carries anyway. So uh yeah, I I, I Clyde Edwards Alaire is a good start because the Jets are miserable, but I think this is the Bell week and he's significantly cheaper. So uh, also last week we talked about the chiefs defense and they scored 24 points. They were cheaper than the top of the board, which was the Buffalo bills, which we told you to fade. And if you did, you did better with the chiefs all the way around. Now the chiefs are the top of the board. I would go with it. I'm going to, I'm telling you right now, like, <laughs> well, I'm just looking around at defenses too. And it's, it's a tough week. Like there's not a whole lot that you get super excited about. So I would get excited about that. I, I like it. I think it's the way to go. I, I think you spend up, get the Chiefs against. I mean, this is like this is not even the same class. You know, we you always make that we make that joke, right? Like, oh, you know, Alabama could beat the Jets or Clemson could beat the Jets. Well, you know, what? I don't make that joke. You make no, that you don't joke. make that joke, right? But this is this is like almost the equivalent. <laughs> like this is you know what what happened. This is I think what that game would look like. <laughs> <laughs> it might be i mean it might be the uh you know, the, the, so good there's such a good football team in all aspects of the game right now uh, why don't you it, take a crack because i know uh the, the the money line on the jets what do you think it's plus oh god the money line on the jet <sighs> i don't know uh, is it I, i'll tell you four, that the chiefs four, is minus three thousand <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, it's, is it it's plus, plus 800? 1300. <laughs> plus 1300 for the uh, Jets. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're going to get smashed in this game. I I think that the 0-16 Lions team from, uh, you know, however back, I can't even remember how long ago that was, would beat this Jets team. So I would love uh, that. I mean, imagine the Jets winning. It's funny because – you know, the last time an underdog came into KC, KC lost, you know, like what a story that would be like, how, how would Jet fans take that? Right. You're trying so hard to suck to get Trevor Lawrence. And then you get that one win, that one win against the Chiefs, the Super Bowl defending champions. I tell you, if the Jets lose to uh, the, the Chiefs lose to the Jets, it makes the Steelers versus Ravens game way more interesting. Because those oh, would I'm be sure the two best teams in the AFC by a wide margin. So. I'm sure it does. All right, let's uh, look. Before we move on from here, uh, look, you can take some shots with this game. We all know what this is, okay? So yeah. if you want to go in here, the, the question is how long? We like, talked about it on the last show. They're too, most Jets are too expensive to take well, that Jets, shot on. Chiefs or, excuse expensive. me, yes, yeah. Chiefs. The Jets are expensive. Doing that? I yeah. don't know. It happens. Uh, but but it's, it's, it's difficult. If I'm going to take a shot on somebody in this game, my shots on Tyreek Hill at 81 on FanDuel 67 on DK. That's my, sh- that's my dude. Like I, that's yeah. the guy I would take the shot with because he just seems like such a mismatch for this jet secondary. Yeah. I'm with you. And watch it'll probably be Byron Pringle. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. It's that's hey, man, why it might be it. Chad Henney and Byron Pringle outscoring everybody. Cause they have oh the whole God. third and fourth quarter. Oh my God. Who, who, who gets more points, Danucci or Chad Henney? <laughs> there's a, there's a wager. You think about that while you do. Let's move on to Minnesota at Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers looking really good. Bounce back week last week. Now he's at home against the Minnesota Vikings coming off a bye. And so far it looks like all systems would go for Dalvin Cook. But before we get there, uh, Aaron Jones still struggling with that injury. So that means potentially Jamal Williams, who is now 7K over on FanDuel. And he was in the million dollar lineup. 
because look, we talked how great that match was for Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams got that same matchup and he got it at a much lower salary. The salaries come up now, 61 on DK, 7,000 over on FanDuel. I like Williams on both sides. I actually think it's a pretty good play this week against the Vikings who are dreadful. Yeah. And the last time, you know, these teams met in week one, which seems like two years ago Mm -hmm. uh, in 2020, but uh, 43 to 34 was the final score in that one uh, green Bay win. So uh, a high scoring affair to say the least. So I I think there's some starts here. I think you mentioned uh, Jamal Williams is you have to pay up for Devontae Adams, but uh, the the Vikings are already down a corner already. And Cameron Dantzler was put on the, the COVID list this week. So uh, I think that Aaron Rodgers, it, you know, while a little more expensive is a good start, Jamal Williams is and Devontae Adams is. I don't want to mess with any other wideout on this team. They've all been miserable. That's why they're, uh, that's why they're, you know, calling about Will Fuller with Houston and all those rumors that we've been hearing recently. So, uh, Tanya, you know what is I think is a good okay. fit for Green Bay? Golden Tate. I think that would be fine. Yeah. You know, bring in a veteran wide receiver, a guy familiar with the division, right? A guy who's played in that division forever. You know, the giants are miserable. He's towards the end. I mean, there would be, he's a really, he still has good hands. You know, I think he would be a perfect guy to drop in there. I really do. Weird locker room guy though. He he's had problems in Seattle. He had problems in Detroit and he got in a fist fight with Jalen Ramsey this year. Right. So uh, th- yeah, been but who doesn't? Issues. In all fairness, who doesn't get in a fist fight with Jalen Ramsey? I mean, right. you know, yeah. like, it's, eh. <laughs> like that, that's like the that's like the least weird thing of those things. The only thing weirder than that is <laughs> Giovanni Bernard's mustache on Fanduel. If you haven't seen that, <laughs> by God, please go look because it is it's, it is crazy. it's pretty you, glorious. Yeah, you know what? It's, it's, it's been a long time. I don't know if we ever played this. Do we ever play Guess Who? You and I with the Roto world. We used to do that on, on some of my shows where we had somebody on and we'd play guess who, you know, remember the old game when you were, yeah, kid, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you yeah, go you to a page and you pick yeah. one guy. Yeah. Right. And, so we would and start, you give the description of his picture. Right. We would give very get... funny descriptions and you'd have right. to whittle down who the person was. It was, yes, <laughs> it was yes, a good yes. time. I like, uh, well, like in this game, like you said, uh, obviously Devonta Adams, very expensive, 91 and 88. It tells you that they like him and it's not impossible because they've just done it to get him and Derrick Henry together in a lineup. It's just yep. not that hard. It's really yeah, not. I, I've, I've finagled that too. And so. I got to say, I feel like that's, that's definitely under consideration. <laughs> I think it's something <laughs> to really look long and hard at and try to figure that out. And it, and it means using guys like Harrison Bryant. It means using guys like Higgins. It means maybe Nelson Aguilar and going down that road, which I know some people still can't do, but the dude's been good. Now here's a question for you. Healthy Dalvin cook. 9200 basically the same price as derrick henry i i, I like derrick henry so much more i just, I just pay can't. for henry yeah, yeah I, I, I don't i don't want dalvin cook you know because i don't want to come out of this game and re-aggravate something that's my biggest right fear. yeah and, and so and i think that's what the vikings don't want also so are they going to uh play madison a little bit extra in this game because this is uh cook's first game back you know all of that so since i haven't seen him yet uh, I'm not going to since the injury. I'm not going to play him this week. So who do you like better in this game? We get either or Adam Thielen or Justin Jefferson, because you know oh. week one Justin Jefferson wasn't a thing. Now right. he is, and and just for reference, Jefferson is 65 and 66. Adam Thielen is 72 and 77. So there's a five to seven hundred dollar difference here we're talking about. And for that, I think I'd rather take Jefferson. Yeah, I this one's hard because I think. 
that it, it depends on it really depends on what corner matchup these guys are going to get because you have I think the number one rated corner uh, in all of the NFL Jair Alexander covering one of these guys uh, which you would think is going to be Jefferson because Jefferson is just faster. So I think they're going to put Alexander on him, which makes me would rather pay up for Thielen who had a good game in the first game anyway, even with Alexander being a good corner. So I, I think Thielen is my guy in this game. I love Justin Jefferson, uh, but I don't think this is the week to buy him. So g- give me Thielen in this one. All right, so we will differ there. Let's move on to the next one here. Let's talk about Tua Tagovailoa, who is going to make his debut. Uh, very exciting Tunga stuff. Viola. Tunga Viola. Tag, Viola. Tunga Viola. Why is the tongue? There's no, there's no tongue. Is it tongue? Uh, is it Tunga Viola? It's Tunga Viola, yes. Tunga Viola. Yep, you got <laughs> it. Tug, tug my Viola. <laughs> That's not turning into a dirty film. All right, I'll try not to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, now that you've changed over here to Tua, we'll just say Tua, uh, it's the question of, okay, does somebody become immediately more useful? And and we're kind of throwing a dart here. Now, I had Andrew Erickson on from Pro Football Focus, and I asked him this question, and he said, in this game specifically, the Rams, yeah, that's what he said. He said the Rams specifically just get gashed by tight ends all over the place. And that would be where he would go, especially in the slot. And with Kasiki lining up there quite a bit at 49 over on DK and 55 on FanDuel, he, that was his immediate go-to, no hesitation. And I kind of agreed, and I just kind of needed somebody else to say it. So, and you just said it as well. I could hear you under your breath. You went, Kasiki. <laughs> so you tell me your reasoning why. I mean, it's the same deal. They, they don't protect the, the slot very well. And that is, that's Tua's go-to as far as throwing the ball is uh, Tua. Oh God, Joe, don't make this difficult. Come on. Come on. I know you're a dad, but you don't have to drop the dad jokes uh, every single time. Right. Come on. Give me a break. So, uh, but uh, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been Gesicki in the slot the whole year. Uh, Preston Williams was playing it last year, but he only has 17 snaps there this year. 155 for Gesicki in the slot. Uh, Adam Shaheen, nah, he only has 15. I think it's the slot wide out, and we've seen, uh, you know, Parker and Gesicki line up in the slot more than anybody else, mainly Gesicki. He's the guy uh, that I think Tua is going to lean on in this game. Parker well, was but. 57 on DK, 61 on FanDuel. Uh, here's a question, maybe it's silly or not, I don't know. With the success that the rookie quarterbacks have had, do you have any interesting kind of, I don't know, dart throw GPP to a 68 and 56 on DK love? Not really. Cause the Rams are playing good football right now. I mean, well, I, that's my problem too. And then it's like, yeah, I, I, I'm excited to see Tua, but I don't know how excited he's going to be the minute Aaron Donald is on top of him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, honestly, like that, that's scary stuff, man. Like, that's, and, that's and, no- and I think the Dolphins O line is giving up the, the, uh, they're giving up the most pressure this year, or at least the quickest pressure. So he's going to have to do one, two, three, throw one, two, three, throw, which should mean a lot to short routes, the slot tight end is and Gaskin. I think Gaskin could have a decent game, especially in uh, PPR. So uh, Gaskin uh, should be a decent buy. He's 5,200 and 5,700. Yeah. Uh, and look, as far as the Rams go, you know, I love to say, oh, yeah, I feel really great about Daryl Henderson. I don't because Malcolm Brown keeps getting touchdowns. I, I, I just I'm kind of out on the Rams like I, I'm Josh Reynolds. 
And this is me complimenting an Aggie, Joe. So this is uh, Josh Reynolds says, I think he had more targets than Woods last week, and he's run the most routes uh, for this team. Over Here's the all last I will say weeks. to that. At 3,100, free square on DK, yeah. I'm good with it on the full-point PPR. I don't right, want it right. at 5K because I can have Higgins at 5K and any Higgins I want. T. Higgins, Rashard Higgins, any yeah. Higgins. I can have all Even the Higgins I want. Higginses. I got Higgins Eye for all Higgins Eye, of course. I got Higgins Eye for all of, I can have all of them. But Robert Woods is still the leader in Yak. So I, I, like, I still think that you know Robert Woods is that guy that will make fantasy points happen. So I'm still okay with Woods. But golf drives me crazy. And you're right. The Rams are playing better. But in terms of fantasy, they're all over the board. And I just – I can't do that. I can't. I don't think it's a good investment. Uh, the Rams' defense is an intriguing investment, though. Uh, but they're very expensive. They're 49 and 38. So it's not like you're getting you – know, the only thing is if you want to fade ownership at Kansas City. But uh, I don't. <laughs> like, they're playing the Jets. Like, I'll take the five – I'll take the extra 100 bucks and go against the Jets. Sure. Yep. Who knows what kind of rabbit Tua can pull out of his hat. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, for, for that reason, stick with the Chiefs this week, for sure. All right, now this next one is going to be a fascinating football game, but the question is, how much do we want to get involved in this from a fantasy perspective? Baltimore's coming off a bye. They're going to be at home against Pittsburgh. It's a huge game. These kind of teams always play each other tight. I feel like this might be an under game. You and I kind of talked about that. And, and the lack of explosiveness of the Baltimore offense this is another team that kind of needs a wide receiver. Like th- this is a team that like, I wish I wish you could drop Adam Thielen on this team because yeah. like at the trade deadline, that would be the guy they, if they could get a real true possession wide receiver kind of guy, I think this would change the whole dynamic of this offense and, and for Baltimore. Uh, but until then it's Andrews and it's Lamar. And honestly, like I don't want to pay for Lamar this week because I got to want to pay for the running backs or I want to pay for Dante Adams. So I want to play for him or Henry and those quarterbacks I like. So I'm kind of fading Baltimore. And when I look at Pittsburgh, look, Baltimore is the number one defense in terms of fantasy points. It's a really good defense. You can go with Deontay Johnson, see if you get that second big week out of him. But he's 55 and 62. I don't know, Boggs. Like this one, this one looks like a great game to watch. From a fantasy standpoint, I feel like it's very boomer bust. Like this could be a, a, a another 34-31 thing that comes out of nowhere or it's going to be like a 2017 slugfest. Yeah, look, I, I'm okay with starting Deontay, uh, especially DK 5,500 is a nice cheap price. So I'm okay starting him. Between Juju and, and Claypool, it's too hard to pick. So just wipe them away. I, I wouldn't, I'm with you. I, I'm not going to start either one of them this week. The Steelers give up explosive plays. We saw from AJ Brown last week. We saw it a couple weeks ago from, uh, Miles Sanders, they give up the big touchdown. Who on Baltimore is going to score that big touchdown? It would be Marquise Brown, if anybody, right? So 6,100 on uh, DK, surprisingly cheaper on FanDuel at 5,900. So that's a little surprising. So if you want to take a swing on Marquise Brown to uh, catch a long touchdown against the defense, that Man, there's a up, whole lot of, there's a whole lot of miss in that swing. I just, I don't have there no is, There is, there right is. I, I yeah. come out of it. When I am and and look, I might be wrong, but I'm okay with that. I'm uh, but I guarantee off. you it's going to be him or J.K. Dobbins that scores a long touchdown in this game. And Dobbins is is cheap because it doesn't look like, uh, you know, Ingram is going to go at all. Forty six hundred fifty one hundred. He's also a decent cheap buy. If once again, only in tournament plays, only if you're looking to take a swing. But the Steelers do. And I know because I'm a Steelers fan. They give up one big play at least. 
a game. And I think it's going to be, I, if I had to pick one, it would be Marquise Brown. So uh, I think that he would get matched up and, and, you know, he can torch uh, right. anyone in the league. So I, and I it's think that something it, they've been working on because I think they know, I mean, Harbaugh is a great coach. He knows what their deficits are. And right. Right. They come out here, guns a blazing. All right. Let's talk about the Los Angeles chargers against Denver. Um, you know, with the way Denver turns the football over, you could look at the Chargers D this week, Absolutely. 43 and 4,000 over on uh, DK. Um, look, obviously Keenan Allen's been really strong with Herbert. There's no doubt about that. 62 on DK and a full point PPR. It's a great investment. I like it a little less on FanDuel, but I absolutely love Keenan Allen on, on the uh, DK site. Uh, and then it's Herbert who at 77 is very expensive, but he's the sixth overall point getter uh in terms of quarterback play since he's come out and played so i mean you can't argue with the number number one scoring quarterback in uh per game in october so uh yeah yeah you you can fire him up in this uh the broncos stopped the the run a little bit better anyway so uh, and you don't want to start kelly or jackson so you can ignore them i think it's herbert I, i think it's Herbert and Keenan Allen, like you said, I don't want much outside of this game. Yeah, I I agree with you. It's, you know, Denver, you know, I was hoping Denver would be better and make some strides this year, but clearly that's just not the, like they're, they're just another team spinning their wheels. It feels like, right. Yeah. I mean, look, they keep their Jekyll and Hyde and it's all mainly drew lock on Jekyll and Hyde. So, uh, you know, if he plays well, then Patrick could be a good start, even though he's dealing with a hamstring. Judy could be a decent start. We saw Albert Aquabunum uh, catch a bunch of passes last week. Noah Fant uh, is a week healthier, but we just don't know. Like Drew Locke could throw for 300 yards or he could throw for 100 yards. That So I don't, you know, I, the Chargers defense, like, like you said, I, I don't know that it's that the Chargers defense is super great or anything. It's just that, the Broncos turn the ball over so much that that could set up short fields and you're going to get picks and sacks. So uh, I don't want to mess with the Broncos. Not, not yeah. yet. Let, let me see drew lock stack a couple good games on top of each other. And then I'll go back to the Bronco. Well, <laughs> fair enough, man. All right. Uh, speaking of good games, Chicago needs one in the worst way, but Allen Robinson looks like he's not going to make this one. So, eesh. and you know yeah. what? I don't usually like the new Orleans defense, but you making any case for them if Robinson's out of this game I mean what else do they have I mean it's I'm so sick of Nick Falls I am so tired of Nick Falls this is I I thought Nagy you thought Nagy we we both were loving they thought Nagy they thought Nagy we yeah thought we Nagy. we all thought Nagy was going to be a great hire for the Bears we did. We did. he is awful he calls the worst plays why does Cordell Patterson need to touch the ball five times a game? Hint, I don't hint, know. He doesn't. He doesn't. Stop giving him the ball. And, and Nick Foles only has time to heed. He doesn't have time to throw. And they're not moving him around in the pocket at all. I don't know what they're doing uh, with Chicago. So you can't start anyone on Chicago, which, like you just mentioned, makes New Orleans defense a viable start. Uh, but I'm still going with whoever the Jets play. Uh, every week you know and so it's the chiefs this week uh pay up a little bit more for them uh and and get their defense uh on the the saint side i mean camara is a nice start every week but the bears defense is the one redeeming factor that they have so it makes a lot of these guys tough to start too 
Yeah, uh, I I'm with you, man. I mean, there's no doubt about that. It, if you got to pay same, up for a running back this week, it's Derrick Henry, right? It's, I agree. It's definitely Derrick Henry against Cincinnati. That defense is yeah. dreadful, and the and the Bears defense is pretty good. And it's not saying that Kamara can't be good. In fact, he is interesting at least from a contrarian standpoint. Like if you're doing like if you are a big multi-entry person, right? Mm-hmm. Then I can understand fading off a couple of Henry shares, maybe going with Kamara because people right. were so on it last week. It was disappointing. And you and I both know that happens sometimes. And the next week, all of a sudden, the guy goes off and they go, whoa, what happened last week? You know, and, and this could very well be that game. But Drew Brees on the road, but, you know, the non-full complement of weapons. I don't know. It's just it feels like New Orleans is just kind of hanging on and limping through. And it's going to be fascinating to see what happens in this game. But from a fantasy standpoint, I agree with you, man. I don't have a lot of love for that one. I got more love for San Fran and Seattle. Um, the question is, how do you get oh, it? They Where? get real mad when you say San Fran. Have you not heard about this, Joe? Why? What is it? I don't know. But people in San Francisco hate when you say San Fran. Oh, do they drop no. their wine glass and their cheese the minute I say it? That's right. Exactly. Yeah. It makes them even. Uh, I simply I simply will not stand for it. I will make take them my storm off and I will slap you in the face with it. Good, sir. Makes them storm right out of that Whole Foods. So when right, you're listening yeah. to us, though. So. Uh, San Francisco or nothing, sir. How about I just How call him you? Cisco? Can I just call him Cisco? Uh, only if you, you sing the song. song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Wilson is at 78-87 over on FanDuel. Chris Carson, obviously, probably out for this game. Carlos Hyde, probably out for this game, which means you're down to Homer and DJ Dallas. Uh, if that, who knows? Uh, but for me, I'm looking at Lockett and Metcalf. So I'm going to ask you this question. So price is pretty comparable. Metcalf is actually more expensive than Lockett. Finally, it's finally all caught up to itself. Metcalf is at 78 and 75 over on DK and Lockett is 72 on FanDuel 71 on DK. Who would you rather DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett? Metcalf. Uh, I mean, I I love Matt. I love Lockett, but what he does is he scores in huge chunks. He's had two, three touchdown games this year. I mean, look, Russell Wilson's you know, liable to throw 500 yards of five touchdowns against anybody any week. That's what he's been specifically with the running backs being banged up like they are. He's going to throw the ball to both these guys. I think they're both nice buys, but Metcalf is the better of the two. So you would have to buy him. Yeah, uh, I agree. I I think it's Metcalf too. And, and look, it's not a knock on, on Lockett. Lockett's probably still a good play, but DK would definitely be the way I would go. God, that, you know, Every time I see it, it's still it's still incredible to watch that guy chase down Buda Baker. <laughs> and all the memes are great too. All the memes get, are amazing. All the memes are hilarious. The memes are great. And Russell Wilson's been great. He's worth a play here. What's your take on the 49ers too? I mean, is is this like a wait and see approach? Is it McKinnon no. at 57 and 6K? Is it Jamichael Hasty? Is it is it I don't want the running backs because it's too messy. Coleman might come off the IR too, so he might mix in here. Hasty looked the best of all the I mean, not he the did. best of Wilson, but like Hasty looked good in that game. Let me say, like he actually looked really good around the football. But on the end again, I don't know why he looked like the best of what's league. left. You're right, right about that. Yes. yes. Uh, so I don't want I don't want to mess with this because I don't know if Coleman's coming back and how he would work in and all that nonsense. Like, and they 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 didn't even bench Jarek McKinnon. They said they were resting him. Which, what does what that mean? That? What I don't know. I, why so, didn't they tell us? Like, yeah, I have no idea. But, a bone here. But you want to start some Niners here because the uh, just why don't you take a crack at how many yards per game total the the Seahawks are giving up this year, Joe? How, what do you think their average yards per game given up is? Uh, three hundred and forty. 
484.3 yards per game. I should have been in the fours. That, that's that's a bad job by me. <laughs> yeah, 484 points. 368.7. Debo's out. out. Mostert's out. Garoppolo is inconsistent. Ayuk. Ayuk. You got to pay for Ayuk. That, that's the guy. You don't want to pay up for Kittle. I get it. Uh, so, you know, I, I understand that. Uh, there's a couple, we pointed out a couple cheap tight ends or wide receivers and cheap tight ends. So, uh, you know, if you want to cheap out on tight end, I get it. But if you want to pay up Kittle is your guy this week, but you have, I feel like Brandon, I needs to be in everyone's lineup. 5,800 well, on DK yeah. 5,900 on FanDuel. Such a good buy because he's now going to get all the targets and he's been on the field for uh, a ton of snaps, even since week one. So he's going to be that guy. I mean, I think Kendrick Bourne might even be a sneaky buy, but Ayuk, uh, after week one, cause he was hurt 72%, 73%, uh, 88%, 97, 85, 76%. Uh, cause they were up so big this week. So, uh, last week against your Patriots, sorry, Joe earmuffs, but uh, Ayuk, <laughs> hey, look, Ayuk gets all the snaps. I, I, I already know. I knew what that was and I'm in bed and it ain't going to get better. Now all I want to do is be so bad that I get a good quarterback. That's what I want to do. <laughs> like I want, I, want, I want a number two or three pick. That's I want to suck all the way and get all the way there. That's what I want to do. Yeah, you start watching film on Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields and Trey Lance and all those guys. So yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, yeah, anybody. but Ayuk is one of my favorite buys this week. So got to get him in that lineup for sure. All right, there you go. All right, I, I'm with you. I like Ayuk. He was one of my favorite pickups this week, but. uh Somebody's going to score for this team. I mean, they, I mean, like you said, <laughs> yeah, I don't know who it is. Bourne is an interesting one, too, especially at 35 on DK. He's another one of these, like, you know, like, oh, I, I really would love to start Devontae Adams and Derrick Henry. Well, you know, get Kendrick Bourne in a lineup. <laughs> like, you know, get go out there. You know, it's it's definitely doable there. So, all right. So that's what it looks like in the DFS preview week eight, which means – it's that time again, boys and girls. It's time to find the end zone. So Bogman and I are each going to pick a wide receiver and a running back who's going to score a touchdown this week. And you can play along. If you head over to Twitter, you can follow us at Star app and Star NFL. All you got to do is retweet this segment and like it. And who wouldn't like us? I mean, we are extremely likable. And then right. you can win some free swag. One of us will be your champion and we will battle to the death. And uh, in case you missed it, the first four weeks of the season, uh, I was shut out. Bogman whooped my behind. The last three weeks have been a different story. I have one more to catch up and even things out here in week eight. So it's my turn to pick first, which means I'm going to pick Derrick Henry. Oh, it's so good. The even weeks I get to pick first. Derrick Henry, for me, he's my running back. You get to go take a running back and a wide receiver. Then it comes back to me. Scott Bogwin, the floor is yours. It's a snake draft here. Uh, well, for my running back, a snake I've already, draft. every week is a, it's eight weeks of this. It's a snake I, draft. I, I've already I've already said who my running back is, and I know it's it's a uh, it's going to be a dicey comment. But Lev Bell is going to score against the Jets. Uh, I mean, he just is, unless he gets hurt <laughs> or something. So uh, I I feel like that's as, as automatic as they come. So Lev Bell against uh, the Jets for the Chiefs going to score a touchdown. Uh, my wide receiver, since I get to go first on this, give me Devontae Adams uh, to score against this horrid uh, Viking secondary. I think Devontae Adams is a lock 
to score a touchdown. I, I feel good about this week, Joe. Bell, Bell and Adams, I feel real good about this week. Well, I'm going to stick in Tennessee. I'm going to stack on you, boy. AJ I'm going to stack on you against Cincinnati and give me A.J. Brown. That's what I want. He was my backup. Uh, he was my backup. So. He was my backup. He was my boy, Blue. And once again, you know, you can get these big-time names in lineups together. It just ain't that hard this week. We gave you a bunch of free squares. So there you have it. A.J. Brown, Devontae Adams, Derrick Henry, and Le'Veon Bell. Revenge narrative. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter, like I said, at LineStar app at LineStar NFL. Make sure you subscribe to the show. And look, if you're one of these people that, you know, is playing around a little bit with DFS and then all of a sudden maybe you're out of your season-long league, things haven't worked out, we're here for you, baby. We'll be back again tomorrow with The Wagering Show. So subscribe to the pre-snap wherever you get your podcasts. It doesn't matter. iHeart, Stitcher, Google, iTunes. Doesn't matter. We're there. The pre-snap by LineStar with Scott Bogman and Joey P. You can follow me on Twitter at JoePizzaPia17 and follow Bogman at Bogman Sports. That'll do it for us. There's nothing left to do now except down, set, win. You've been listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, drop a review, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pizzapia and Scott Bogman.